It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on yet another big weekend of SPFL football. Hearts and Motherwell are both hoping to go top of the league when they meet at Tynecastle. Rangers and Hibs will of course look to reclaim the summit when they play tomorrow with Celtic heading to Aberdeen. Levy St Mirren, Dundee United, Ross County and St Johnston Dundee make up your Saturday afternoon top flight offering. I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me is Alex Ray, Gordon DL. And Mark Wilson Yep A top afternoon Of football ahead Game of the day Obviously at Tynecastle Hearts v Motherwell Both have the chance To go top of the league If they win that one Livy v St Mirren For Livy's bad start To the season If they beat St Mirren They go level in points With them St Johnson versus Dundee Similar Dundee's bad start to the season If they beat St Johnson They go level in points And Dundee United Against Ross County Can Dundee United Carry on their good form I was speaking to someone yesterday They believe they can Someone that plays for them They believe they're on the right road Who was it? Who was it? I'm not telling you Friend, <laughs> of, the, friend of the show Paul Hegarty <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. As Mark said there Looking forward to it No Rangers and Celtic on the car today Gordon But a terrific game in store for us at Tynecastle Hearts v Motherwell Both clubs get the chance for victory Takes them to the top of the table And the other uh, bottom five uh, Desperate for points So a lot of interesting stuff ahead I don't think it was a debate today, Gordon. For me, it's Hearts Motherwell was a big uh, game of the day. You look at St Mirren, good win last week. Livingston haven't won since they beat Celtic at home a couple of weeks ago. You've got Dundee St John's, a local kind of derby. Dundee United in some fine form at the moment. I'm really looking forward to today. Yeah, it should be a cracking day. Miserable day, I should say, on the weather front. So if you're out and about at a game, make sure you're wrapped up. If you're sitting in in the warmth listening to us, then good on you as well. Strap yourselves in. Hopefully we'll have some entertaining football between now and five o'clock and then at five o'clock it is over to you to have your say on the open line so bear that in mind whatever today throws up I'm sure there will be some talking points it's been quite the week for talking points in case you hadn't noticed and we've got massive fixtures tomorrow as well so lots to get through you can stay in touch all afternoon on Twitter at Clyde SSB and I will give you the signal when you're good to pick up that phone so Alex Ray, Gordon DL and Mark Wilson in the studio uh, if you're interested in the early game down the road at the moment, Man United 1 Everton 1, 78 minutes gone there. Let's start meeting some of the top team who are out and about around the grounds this afternoon. Hearts Motherwell, it's unanimous, the game of the day, according to the guys in the studio, Roger Hanna. Yeah, I'm not having any nonsense from Freeler, Wisher, Galloway at these other games, Gordon. This is the game of the day. Third against fourth in the Premiership. As the Dunsler says, the winner will occupy top spot in the top flight by 10 to 5. It's 19 months since Motherwell were last here in Gorgie, but they've not lost here in almost three years if that cheers up Graham Alexander. Not that he's really needing any cheering up. September manager of the month, four wins in that draw. Ibrox have lifted Motherwell right onto Hearts coattails. We're really looking forward to this fixture this afternoon. I saw Motherwell seven days ago for Super Scoreboard when they beat Ross County at Fur Park. Both of these teams are on five game unbeaten runs. Both of these teams have a goalkeeper in the Scotland squad for these World Cup qualifiers against Israel and the Faroe Islands. Craig Gordon versus Liam Kelly this afternoon. And it is without doubt the biggest game in the country this afternoon. It's amazing the turnover in that 19 months as Motherwell last year. Only two players on either side survived from then. Michael Smith and Craig 
Halkett for Hars, Liam Grimshaw and Mark O'Hara for Motherwell. Just shows you the turnover and players. Still no John Souter at the back for Hards. That means they're unchanged from the side they defeated Livingston here. 3-0 last Saturday afternoon. Gordon's in goals. A back three, Taylor Moore, Craig Halkett and Stephen Kingsley. Across the middle, Michael Smith, Benny Bingamy, Cammy Devlin and Alec Cochran. And then Barry Mackay and Ben Woodburn, either side of top scorer Liam Boyce. On the bench, it's Stuart, Herring, Walker, Mackay, Stephen, Nangeli, Ginelli and Super Scoreboard's own Andy Halliday. And for Motherwell, one change from that side to beat Ross County. Back is Beavis Mugabe into centre-half, and that means Ricky Lamy drops to the bench despite creating that late winner for Tony Watt seven days ago. So it's Liam Kelly in goal. Back four, Stephen O'Donnell, Beavis Mugabe, Johanny Oyala and Nathan McGinley. Midfield, Liam Grimshaw, Callum Slattery and Mark O'Hara. And then that dangerous front three, Kane Willery, Kevin Von Vane and Tony Watt. On the bench, Fox, Carl Lamy, Maguire, Crawford, Shields and Amaluza. And the referee is David Munro. And Gordon, there will be a minute silence here in the 48th minute this afternoon for Hearts fan Paul Chambers, who tragically passed away this week after a battle with cancer at the age of just 48. Robbie Nielsen and the players will want to honour his memory this afternoon by taking three points. Absolutely. I saw that on social media. Hopefully everyone who's going along has got the message and gives that the care and attention it deserves um, Gordon Deal, I'm going to cheer you up Right Go. In About 20 seconds Because I haven't told you this earlier Look out that window How would you describe the weather? Uh, not the best Roger Hanna turned up at Tynecastle No car parking for the media today wow. Beautiful He drove round Edinburgh for how long Roger? <sighs> far far too long Go on Put a number <laughs> on it <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm 45, 50 minutes oh, no. 50 last, minutes no, The and last time I was 50 minutes in Edinburgh I got married <laughs> 50 That's minutes true. That's true. And he's eventually He's eventually parked almost Two miles away And has had to days. walk to the stadium walk for two miles <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's pouring the way home I've measured it as I'm actually closer to Fur Park Than I am to Tynecastle In terms of having a car <laughs> Uh, on a serious note, what a game that is going to be uh, to look forward to, Roger. A, a real test. The incentive is obviously there for both sides. Win the game, you go top of the table. But that's not the be-all and end-all early in October. There's a long way to go. But maybe a nice marker f- for Motherwell in, in particular to, to really gauge where they're at in comparison to some of the the, the heavy hitters in the league. Absolutely, Gordon. Listen, they'll only be, whoever it is, will only be top of the league for 24 hours. You would think either Rangers or Hibs will de- reclaim top spot after the game at Ibrox tomorrow. But going into the two-week international break, the boys will tell you there's nothing better than getting a win. You can bask in the glory of it for a couple of weeks. Some of the boys on either side will begin away to represent their countries. And it just puts a smile on the face of everyone around either club. Uh, there's a lot of smiles and faces at Motherwell, as you know. As I said, Graham Alexander, quite rightly, manager of the month for September. A terrific run of results and a real feel-good factor around Motherwell at the minute. Uh, Liam Kelly and Stephen O'Donnell are going away to play for Scotland. And you look at that front three. Tony Watt scored the winner last week. Kevin Van Veen has become a real fan's favourite already. Kane Woolery got that equalising goal at Ibrox. So they will carry a threat to Hearts this afternoon. But I'm very much looking forward to seeing this Hearts team. I hadn't really seen a lot of the players on this side together. Beningame and Devlin, I'm told, look very promising as a central midfield pairing last week against Levy. Ben Woodburn one side, Barry Mackay the other side. And of course the goals, it seems to have almost scores every week at the minute. Liam Boyce in a terrific vein of form for Hearts. Uh, let's hear from both managers then, starting with the home boss, Robbie Nielsen. It's two teams that will win, will win the game. You know, I think 
the way I, I don't think Murrow will change a lot from the way they play because they've been very successful this season. They're pretty standard in what their formation is, what their you know, selection is as well. So we kind of know what to expect. But I think if we go and implement what we want to do in the game, then we should we should hopefully get three points. But anything that takes time, you know, you have to you take two or three windows really to, to start getting your team together. And you know, Graham's managed to get that, and now you're starting to see the. That as well. Let's hear from Graham then, the visiting boss, Graham Alexander. I played there uh, previously for Scotland um, back in the day, but uh, apart from that, um, not been there since. Um, but yeah, fantastic uh, stadium. It will be full. Um, Hearts are a, a, a massive club in, in the Premiership. You know, um, came up and start the season exceptionally well. Um, so it's uh, yeah, it's. Uh, a game between two teams that are in good form. That obviously both teams will go and want to win the game, um, and obviously we want to make it us. So, uh, but we're well aware of the qualities of Hearts, and um, you know. But we believe we always carry our own qualities, and we want to give the opposition a tough game at all times. So not too far from Tynecastle at the Tony Macaroni Arena, Livingston will take on St Mirren. Fraser Wishart is keeping an eye on that one. Yeah, afternoon, good afternoon everybody It's a bit blustery and wet Like everywhere in Scotland just now The thermals are on for the first time in this season But I'm hoping to get a game that will just give us a wee bit of warmth Because it's been a sticky start for Livingston so far this season They did, of course, get their first league win of the season Last time they played here three weeks ago That was, of course, 1-0 victory against Celtic An excellent Andrew Shinney goal And they'll be hoping to build on that today Although they haven't scored in the two games since And that just as a sign When you look at the table and the stats Is why they're near the bottom of the table Only three goals in seven Premiership games this year and last week against Hearts a heavy defeat but only three shots on, uh, on goal one on target and 27% possession so it's at the front end of the pitch where the problems are for Livy but they did lose Emmanuel Thomas Robinson Scott Pittman's been out injured as well and it's difficult for Livy with their budget to replace players easily over the summertime but this is the type of game They'll be looking to win and climb the table. And Mark Wilson was saying earlier, a win today would see Livingston level on points with St Mirren. But Jim Goodman's men, on the other hand, will come in with confidence after coming from behind to beat Aberdeen last Sunday. That was the first win of the season, along with four draws. And with all the attacking options available, I think Saints fans will be hoping that Jim's maybe found a formation to suit the likes of Jamie McGrath and Conor Ryan, who scored two last week, to help with the goal scoring from those attacking midfield areas. Still early days. But I went for Saints would just give them a, a bit more momentum and get a gap between themselves and the bottom of the table would just grow slightly and give them a bit more comfort. But at least in seasons, the really problems for St Mern with Livingston, they've been a real bogey team for them, even in the season when they promoted. So a good game here ahead. We're really looking forward to this one. It'd be three changes from that defeat against Hearts for Levy. Nicky Devlin, the skipper, and Ben Williamson dropped to the bench and Adam Lewis is injured. In come Omionga, Longridge and Forest. They go with Matty Stryak in goals. Jack McMillan, Ayo Belaye, Jack Fitzwater and Jackson Longridge midfield Jason Holt Stefan Omionga and James Penrice with Odin Bailey Andrew Shinney and Alan Forrest up front Gary Mealy Sean Kelly Nicky Devlin Christian Montano Ben Williamson Jack Hamilton and Bruce Anderson are on the bench not surprisingly Sitman are unchanged although Curtis Mayne might have a bit of a gripe he scored the winner last week but he stays on the bench Jack Annex in goals Marcus Fraser Conor McCarthy and Joe Shocknessy at the back Matthew Miller Alan Power Ethan Erehorn and Scott Tanzer in midfield with Connor Ronan and Jimmy McGrath supporting Eamon Brophy up front. Dean Linus, Richard Tate, Ryan Flynn, Dylan Reid, Kel McAllister, Curtis Main and Lee Irwin are the subs and the referee today at Tony Macaroni Arena is Grant Irvin. Well, Clyde One Super Scoreboard does great things for careers this season. Tony Watt came in, hasn't stopped scoring since. Jack Annick was in last night. It remains to be seen what impact that will have on him as St Mirren go to Livingston this afternoon. But we are looking forward to that one. 
St Johnston might feel a bit hard done by Having lost to Hibs with a, a dubious I think we'll call it penalty last week They take on Dundee today Under the watchful eye of David Friel Yeah it was a very dubious penalty Last week Gordon and Jim McCart Who get sent off late on for sarcastically Applauding the linesman He misses out today But let's just hope we're talking about Flair on the pitch As these two meet again Not Flair's going off it Lee Griffiths was hit with three SFA charges this week for that incident in Dundee's 2-0 Premier Sports Cup defeat to St Johnson last month. His hearing is in October the 14th, but he's injured for this one anyway. And Alex Jakubiak, he also misses out after picking up a shoulder injury in a city centre incident. So it's not been a great week for Dundee. Boss James McPake will also watch from the stand after accepting a one-match ban for his red card after the loss to Rangers last week. Assistant Dave Mackay, he'll be in the dugout against his old club in a day that's all, all really about St Johnson's Liam Craig. Gordon, he will break the club's all-time record as he makes his 442nd appearance for the Saints. He initially joined in a month-long loan from Falkirk in 2007 and barring a short spell away at Hibs, he has given incredible service. He's a proper legend here, a lovely guy, Liam, and he deserves all the accolades that will come his way today. He takes his usual place in the midfield as Saints look to make it seven wins in a row against Indies, stretching back three years. Calvin Davidson has made two changes following last week's defeat to Hibs. McCart's banned after his red card, so Lars Dendonker will come in for his debut at the back while Stevie May replaces Hayden Muller. So St Johnson will line up Usual 3-5-2s, Ander Clark and goal, Sean Rooney, Effie Ambrose and Larsden Donker at the back, Mikey Hallen, David Wotherspoon, Liam Craig and Callum Booth along the middle with Ali Crawford and Stevie May behind Chris Kane. Parrish, Muller, Devine, Bryson, McPherson, Middleton and Vertanen are the subs. For Dundee, they're still bottom of the league, they've yet to win a game in the Premiership this season. In fact, they haven't even scored in the last five games, so this is another really tough one. And James McPake's made two changes, Jason Cummings comes in for Griffiths after he's apparently missed against Rangers last week, and Paul McGowan is in for Max Anderson, so Dundee will line up. Looks like again a 3-5-2 formation, Adam Legends in goals, Lee, Lee Ashcroft, Liam Fontaine and Ryan Sweeney at the back, with Cammy Kerr, Paul McGowan, Sean Byrne, Jordan McGee and Jordan Marshall across the middle. And Paul McMullen and Jason Cummings up front. The subs for Dundee are Lawler, Elliott, McCowan, Panther, Sheridan, Anderson and Lamb. And the referee at McDermott Park is Greg Aitken. OK, let's move on to Tannadice and see how Dundee United and Ross County are lining up. Dave Galloway. Thanks Gordon, it's 5th versus 11th here is on form Dundee United look to build on that impressive performance at Celtic last weekend and extend their unbeaten run of league games to 4 Remarkably United have only scored 4 Premiership goals this season and they'll be confident of changing that against a side that have conceded more than anyone else so far However, County have played some pretty decent stuff without getting the results and should they get that first victory of the league campaign under their belts here today they could rise up to ninth place in the table. The teams then, Dundee United, uh, one change for them. Mulgrew is in for Kerr Smith, so it's Segrist in goals. At the back, Freeman, Mulgrew, Edwards and McMahon. Midfield, Fuchs, Levitt and Harks. Up front, Paulett, Clark and Niskanen. The substitutes for United today, uh, Carson, Sporlett, Chalmers, Hotty, Mochri, Apuri and Kerr Smith. As for Ross County, well, three changes. In comes Samuel, Harry Clark and Hungbo. Out drop White, Callaghan and Watson. So it's Maynard Brewer in goals, shaping up to be, by the looks of things, a back three for Ross County with uh, Baldwin, Yakoviti and Harry Clark. Then in midfield, uh, Spittle on the right, Charles Cook on the left with Peyton, Burrows and Tilson in the middle and then Hungbo supporting Samuel up top. The sub Substitutes for County today, Laidlaw, Cancola, Callaghan, Samuel, Robertson, Payton and White. And the match referee at Tannadice is Don Robertson.
There we go That's you up to speed On the team news I had to let it Just sink in For a few minutes Gordon Before you reacted Appropriately What did you make of Wisher explaining That he's got his thermals on What, what sort of What sort of thermals Will that guy wear Seriously Well he, he just speed was on last Was it last week It was actually Yeah, yeah he was he's, he's back to the thermals As long as he's got a hat on For that head Because I'm worried about <laughs> that. Like, see the old, the old Cowboy in western movies Where you see them All buttoned up Oh <laughs> Top to bottom <laughs> look, look. That's what I imagine Fraser got on the day I, I know how you feel There'll be cashmere Will they not Oh yeah, it'll certainly be the yeah. top. Yeah, the, the label will still be on. I take them back once a winter. <laughs> <laughs> right of reply, PFA Scotland's oh, you, oh, you wait, top man. Oh, you wait to the end until yeah. I'm absolutely slaughtered before you can write. Yeah, <laughs> just once. You've got ten seconds. I think. I think. I think Mark, Mark Wilson's uh, description was probably accurate. The old Wild <laughs> West movies. Very warm though, I tell you. Very warm. Oh, it's that time of the year, right? The top team are around the grounds. We've given you team news at this time on a Saturday. We always get them all involved. Um, to look back on some of the week's biggest talking points Or some of the hottest debates Well there was a a very hot debating point That raised its head again yesterday So we'll take a look back at that after these The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson, Gordon Diel and Alex Ray are in the studio We've got the top team all around the grounds Four big Premiership ties for you this afternoon Now at this time on a Saturday We always get all the guys involved And get a bit of a debate going if we can And there are very few topics in football That split opinion like this one The Scottish FA and the SPFL are to hold a meeting With the top flight clubs to explore the introduction Of VAR in league and cup games it's clearly something that's been bubbling away elsewhere in football And we've watched on with interest Well it looks like it's um, going to start to make its way over to our weird and wonderful world uh, Representatives from the top flight clubs will meet at Hamden They're going to get a presentation from Howard Webb You'll remember him mm-hmm. Former referee He oversaw the introduction of VR in the United States uh, And they're going to discuss how it could be implemented in Scotland for top flight games And the latter rounds of major cup competitions Is is this it Roger Hanna are, are we to brace ourselves for the inevitable 100% Gordon I think the most salient point yesterday Was a quote from Ian Maxwell The chief executive of the SFA When he said VAR is here to stay The technology is not going away We had it in the Euros We have it in World Cups You have it in the Champions League You have it in the biggest leagues The richest leagues around the globe Scotland would be left behind, Gordon, if we didn't have VAR. I believe Everton were denied a sort of late winner. Correctly at Old Trafford this afternoon, Yeri Mina correctly found that, you know, by VAR he was offside. Had we had VAR at Easter Road last Sunday afternoon, more likelihood Jamie McCart wouldn't have been penalised for that penalty and, and Hibs wouldn't have won the game. So it's about utilising the technology at our disposal to help referees get the decisions right. The referees want it. The linesmen want it, the SFA and the SPFL hierarchies I believe want it and it's now over to the clubs to see if they're willing to foot the bill to bring it in but um, I think if they don't bring it in we're in danger of being left behind Fraser Wisher, do the players and fans want it? Well that's a good question, I, I couldn't tell you um, about, the, about the, the players too much I think it would be very split um, on a personal matter I don't think that fans want it and the uh, majority of fans don't want it I think it breaks up the flow of the game. But I think, I agree with Roger, it's inevitable. I think because you almost have to. 
Uh, I do worry about the cost of it, given the fact that uh, we've got an independent review just now, who at the moment are saying, basically some clubs are saying, there's not enough money being brought into our game, so you're going to have to take, I saw an article calculating roughly £2 million a year out of the pot, which isn't that big, it's about 10% of, of the money as well. There could be money spent uh, elsewhere better, in my opinion, but I think it's coming in. I think it's coming in. I'm not a great fan of it in general. I just think we have this desire to sanitise the game, you know, and it's all about. You know, I can understand why referees and lines would want it because it covers up for their mistakes and uh, they don't, they're not going to get stuck in it. But uh, I think it will come in at some point. Whether now is the time to do it or not is, is maybe another matter to discuss. But for me, the cost is going to be a huge, huge factor unless we can bring in sponsorship or we can bring in some, some more money from somewhere. But, uh, you know, even, even the issues we've got just now with league sponsorship, you know, and arguments there amongst clubs as well. So it'll be interesting to see how it develops, but uh, I think we will have it. One, one final point, Gordon, would be I am a wee bit concerned about integrity as well and, and the, in fairness I'm at a game where there'll be four cameras tomorrow live on television there'll be 15 to 20 probably so who gets the best decisions you know so Zipman and Livingston might not get that decision because there's not enough cameras whereas tomorrow there will be so it's a wee bit of work to be done in terms of fairness as well uh, David Feely you for it? I'm for it I think I agree with Fraser Gordon in the sense that there are pros and cons I don't think it's perfect I think having probably sat back for a few years and waited to see how things progress with that. Scottish football maybe gets the benefit of that, but I'm, I'm just sitting looking at a list here, Gordon, of the domestic leagues around Europe and, and the world, basically, who do use VAR, and it's not just all the top teams, you know, you've got Serbia here, you've got Croatia, Poland, Denmark, you know, nations that we would probably kind of consider ourselves, that we could compare ourselves with. And I think if we don't bring it in, I think we're just going to get left behind. There's all talk about reviews and how we can make the game better and how we can bring revenue in, etc. But we also need to move with the times. And I think VAR, as Roger said, it's here to stay. And I think we just need to get it in. Is there no case, Roger Hanna, to argue that this is part of the charm then of Scottish football? That we don't need that sort of stuff and, and we this can be our unique selling point or whatever where, where we're happy to deal with the sort of... Pre-VAR madness Or is it as open and shut As we'll be left behind us If we don't get it Oh there will still be post-VAR madness Don't worry about that Gordon Because there's been post-VAR madness In every other league in the country um, It's just a different variety of madness If you like I just feel You know it's like Golden line technology Golden line technology We brought in for The delayed Scottish Cup final December 2020 And, and they're keeping it in the latter stages Of the Scottish Cup again This season I think if we've got the technology and it helps the officials get the decisions correct, then that must be a good thing. You know, there will people say, well, it's all very well, you know, you're at Hearts Motherwell and you'll get the decisions right at Hearts Motherwell, but what happens at Partick Thistle versus Air United or Edinburgh City versus Cowdenbeath? Why, why don't, why can't they get VAR? Well, it's obvious why they can't get VAR. As Fraser said, it's because of the considerable finances involved in all of this. So just because Edinburgh City and Cowdenbeath don't get it doesn't mean that if we can utilise it in the Premiership, and in the latter stages of the Scottish Cup, which is what the SFA and the SPFL will be discussing on Friday, then I think it can only be a force for good. Uh, so Roger's in. Uh, David feel pretty much the same. Fraser not quite as um, optimistic about it. What's the split in here? Well, for me, I'm I'm all in. Same as the guys. I think uh, Roger correctly says that we'd be left behind if you look at the other top leagues around the world, and not even the top leagues. Um, we'd always try to compare ourselves and try to promote our league as best we can. And if we're left behind and we're kind of seen in the dark ages uh, and not keeping up with those top leagues, then can we attract the right 
talent to this country I very much doubt it um, But what David said as well That as long as we get the right version of it I don't think it's a bad thing That we've sat back and watched for a couple of years And saw the mistakes that happened And all the talking points that we've been in the studio Actually talking about the games in England And how wrong some of these decisions were I think it's actually a good thing that we've had a, a wee bit of time I think to get it right. Obviously, get that argument about not getting left behind, right? Because I, I think that's that's tough for anyone to spin. Really, I mean, if you're the only league in Europe that doesn't have it, it's clear the way people are going to look upon you. However, that that doesn't mean that we have to think it's it's a good idea. Like we've said, what about the way it sanitised the game, as Fraser says? What about the the, the, the bit of joy that it takes away from when the ball hits yeah. the back of the net Which is one of the greatest feelings ever It's something that's just unrivaled That instant split second outpouring of emotion yeah. You start stripping that away Do we lose a lot of what's You do what's lose a lot about bit. Scottish football? Clearly you lose a little bit We've just seen the Everton guys celebrate our last minute He was doing the dance He was doing the whole shooting match All the players were round about it Then the referee remonstrates that they're going to go to VAR Dazzler and I right away said Clearly we felt with instinct it's offside but when it's that close at times And you have to rely on technology Gordon To get the decisions right Now we've seen a couple of high profile ones Over the last couple of weeks as well And we've come in here and gave referees A howler of the weekend How did he miss that? And if you had that kind of facility Then clearly we may have looked at that And it might have been overturned But there is debate all the time about You know I think we could be, have VAR And we could be in here every weekend Going what are you talking about? Because sometimes it's subjective It's that well, close And then you have the lines it's, 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 it's always subjective Unless of it's offside really So, And you're still going to get That kind of degree of People not agreeing uh, Like you always do We have to move with the times I, I understand the finances it Because we are not Kind of blessed with Fortunes uh, But if we want to be Taken serious And we're trying to get More money off of providers And we don't even have The basics like Right For me then You know You have to try and put All these things in place So that you do get The big calls right And the, and the top decisions is The referee's got it wrong again yeah, I can understand all the arguments for it, Gordon. Obviously, the biggest one is it will certainly help the officials uh, get a lot of the decisions right. But as a personal note for me, I'm a fan of it, no, because of, I think, you know, going back to what your point was, scoring a goal and supporters celebrating, it gets pulled back and you have to stand about. But as a way that uh, we're going, it's a forward way. And um, I think it will come in financially, uh, Possible But I'm not a great fan of it mm. Personally I mean Fraser It's interesting Because I Would sort of agree with you My Feeling My gut instinct was That, that fans Won't like it And if, if you look at social media It's full of people telling you that, that fans Don't like it We put a poll up On our Twitter feed last night um, And to be fair It's got 7,500 responses so it's, it's, a, it's a pretty decent uh, Representation where sixty two point seven percent of people were in favour of it. Now I don't know. I can the cynical side of it maybe says, well, we are very much Glasgow focused. Is the are the majority there um, fans of the two big teams who fully believe that all of a sudden everything that they've had hard done to them over the years will now be corrected by VAR and it's the way forward and that's why that's such a big number I don't know but I was quite surprised 7,500 responses and 62% said yes 
Yeah, I, I would have thought just to, just to throw poses to social media, speaking to supporters over the last few years, and there would have been another way around. But uh, I, I think it doesn't really matter what anybody thinks. If the, the beaks at Hamden think it's going to come in, then it, 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 will, it will come in. And uh, you know, I, I think Alec was making the point about, uh, about television and about technology, etc. And maybe television companies are saying, "Listen, we want this," you know, and they might get us a better deal. And if that pays for it, then, then fine. I mean, there is a there's a huge cost element to to, to all of this. But uh, like most things in life, it moves on very quickly. And we're just going to have to accept that it comes in. The game will change. Players will have to change the way they play as well because sometimes you've got to play on when somebody's clearly offside. Uh, we'd wait for the flag to go up or wait for the VAR to do it as well. And you'll have to stand it back and just not celebrate your team's goals until VAR uh, says it's OK. It's going to come in. But uh, in Western Scotland, when you find some new conspiracy theories, it'll be which yeah, team be did the VAR referee support? No other referee on the pitch. But uh, listen, listen. If, if, it, if it's going to come in, then we need to do it properly and uh, make sure we've got the best version of it and we've not got the version we've seen in the last couple of years in the Premier, Premier League in England. I think that's right, Roger Hanna. Wouldn't it be nice to at least pretend you care what the fans think? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it'll be interesting to hear, come Friday, the reaction from all the clubs, whether they're willing to finance. It was interesting, the SFA are going to finance the costs of, of training all the officials in VAR. So they know, you know exactly how to handle a system and what they're doing. But the, the, the point that Fraser made as well there is a very relevant point about you know the chaos in England in the last couple of years. I think that chaos has been seen less this season. I think the people working VAR are getting the hang of it, for want of a better expression. They're, they're not involving themselves quite as much as they did at the start. And they are only really correcting glaring errors rather than correcting decisions that you know the referee has made just by his opinion on the pitch so maybe Scottish football for once has got it right but not leaping in at the start but waiting to see how VAR was initiated and how VAR has adapted in the last couple of years and taking on a version that's probably better than the version we initially saw down in the Premier League down south I like the way he spun that we've deliberately sat back and taken stock the reality is we couldn't afford it I would imagine but I like the way that Rogers put that um, David Friel another side to this and I saw it referenced in the statement the joint statement from uh, I think it was the Scottish FA and the SPFL was talking about how our referees will be left behind because they'll be the only officials in Europe who, who don't use VAR and does that lock them out of Champions League games or, or European games or whatever and whilst I'm sure that is a, a, gen, a, a, a genuine concern for them it's, it's tough to imagine that the, the punter in the stand caring too much about that yeah, and look, I dare say your Bobby Maddens and Willie Collins would be in a better position to get bigger games if they, they do. If they are using VAR week after week, I don't think they'll get much sympathy from the stands, but I think it just... Do the refs want it 100%? Any ref I've ever spoken to on or off the record has always spoken about how if it's done properly, yes, give them some help, and as the technology is there to help them, why not use it? You know, whether it's goal line technology, whether it's VAR... I just think it will make, I get the whole thing about the drama, Gordon, I get it, the, the, the instant reaction, but I just don't, I think it's, it's going on too far now, I, I just don't think we can we can ignore that this is here to stay, and that if we want to be a really serious football nation, we need to implement it. Yeah, I mean, Roger Hanna, the other thing, it, well, you guys have mentioned it, is the, the financial aspect to this, as part of that poll, lots of people who were responding no, were giving their reasons and saying, no, why not spend the money on making our referees full-time first, or why not spend the money on getting rid of plastic pitches, or whatever it, it may be. Um, do you think this will be seen as the best way to use the limited funding that we have? 
Well, listen, limited funding is exactly the best way to describe it. I was reading quotes from David Martindale at Livingston at the start of the week that since the pandemic started a year past in March, Livingston have lost £2 million. So every penny is a prisoner for all the clubs in the top 12. doesn't matter whether you're Livingston or Ross County or whether you're Celtic or Rangers. Every penny is a prisoner. And decisions have to be taken at a high level as to how those pennies are spent. Um, I think we'll get a hard sell from the SFA and the SPFL and Howard Webb on Friday about all the benefits of VAR and then it's going to be over to the clubs to make the decisions themselves are they willing to involve themselves in financing this Do you think there's a bit of human nature involved here Fraser because I think most football fans although a lot of the guys in the show are saying they get it and they can see the, the, the you know the, the pros but I think just on a football fan level it's a bit annoying it was certainly annoying to start off with does the human nature kick in and we perhaps are a little bit biased against it because you only remember the the, the times where it seemingly goes wrong or when there is a, a dramatic delay and you kind of overlook all the, the small ones that it just gets right with without much fuss? I, th- I think there is a bit of that and I think it has been become better in the last in the last couple of years and uh, I think supporters maybe understand it a bit more down south as well now because they, they just know they have to wait. You know, they say the game's changed for supporters. The game's changed for players as well down down in England, you know, and, and you, you see players now going out to block crosses with their hands behind their back and then they're easily beaten and uh, defenders are going to have to change the way they, they go with the mentality as well and play on until the, the linesman puts his flag up. Sometimes it's very delayed because of VAR. So, so it's going to change your game dramatically, but it, it is inevitable for all. I'm, I'm not particularly for it. It probably is inevitable. It'll be interesting to see the reaction of the clubs, though, when you've got, say, the, the 12 Premiership clubs having to, having to fund this because you're not going to get Edinburgh City saying, yeah, let's take it out of the, uh, the big pot. They'll be saying, no, 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 you need to find that money. So it's maybe two, £200,000 a year for each Premiership club in times when David Martindale's talking and others are talking about the money they've lost. So there's a bit of talking to be done. And I think it's on its way. Whether it's going to come immediately, I don't know. But at the moment, it's, it's a lot of money, an awful lot of money to come out of our game. Well, you won't have to worry about that this afternoon. Four big games to look forward to in the top flight. And we will go back around the grounds next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson, Gordon DL and Alex Ray in the studio The top team out and about at the four Premiership games this afternoon Some absolute crackers to look forward to Let's go back to Livy against St Mirren Fraser Wisher, we had Jack Annick, St Mirren keeper in the studio last night We thoroughly enjoyed his company And he was feeling pretty confident that after the win against Aberdeen St Mirren hadn't been far away in other games He was telling us about this... Um, what was it he told us during the break about this box formation they're using in midfield with two midfielders in front of another two and feels that it's working for them? Do you expect them to kick on today? Yeah, I do actually, yeah. I'm looking at Livy in front of me warming up as well. And, uh, you know, Livy have always been a, a big, powerful, strong team, but they don't have that physical presence these, these days. They've got a lot of smaller footballers like Omionga and Holt and Penrice in the midfield as well. So they're not quite as physical and intimidatory as they have been in the last couple of years so I do expect Sitman to, to go forward I think that was one of the problems when he signed Conor Ronan was trying to get him in the team along with Jimmy McGrath and he was always wanting to play two strikers as well and I spoke to Jim a few weeks ago after the, the game at uh, Dundee United sorry home to Dundee United when they drew 0-0 and he was just frustrated that they, they weren't getting the goals that they are creating the chances and, and I, th- I think he's found a formation here that he'll go with for a few weeks to try and get McGrath and Ronan into more forward areas rather than one of them having to sit a wee bit uh, a wee bit deeper but uh, they've got a good look about them Sitman I have to say you know they, they've, they've They've not got the points on the board they probably deserved in the games that I have seen this season and I fully expect them to, to go ahead and win this one today. 
Let's hear from David Martindale Every game in the Premier League is a big game I don't think you get any easy games in the Premier League Some games get made easier if there's maybe a sending off Or something along the lines of an officiating error or something along these lines Games can be a wee bit easier But I think every game in the Premier League is very, very difficult And 75% of the time it's a toss of a coin, let's be honest you, You'll have your favourites going into the game But it's a really competitive league this year Season defining, potentially potentially, But I keep going back to it, I keep speaking to the boys about it We're tipped to finish 12th and we're sitting 10th So let's keep going Everyone's second favourite team David Friel St Johnston How can you ignore What they did last season They don't seem like They're far away Performance levels wise But clearly the points total Is not there yet And if you listen to James McPake They've not had What they've deserved From every game They've, they've played this season So a fascinating one For you today Yeah it's fascinating I mean, if, you, if you look at the table St Johnston only six points From seven games And you, you would just A cursory glance At their form And how they played And the, the games you, you would expect them To have a bit more And, and indeed I think I've, I've seen them a few times, Gordon. They've been impressed. I think they play good football. I think they've got attacking threats. But then, as I read the stats out earlier on, they've not scored in five games. So, obviously, someone's going to give today. I, I would fancy St. Johnson at home. I always think they're strong. But, you know, that, that solid defence of the last few years, Kerr, Gordon, McCart, not one of them plays today. Jason Kerr's away. Jamie McCart suspended and Liam Gordon's injured. So, it's a, it's a new back three. It's There's new players in midfield. I think Callum Davison still trying to find the right mix but I would fancy him to get the three points today. Uh, so, we're looking forward to that one. St Johnston up against Dundee. We've also got Dundee United against Ross County. Dave Galloway or Dundee United putting in a, a good addition to be the surprise package of the top flight this season? Yeah, I, I think they certainly are, uh, Gordon. Uh, from what I've seen of them, uh, including when they've lost, like against Hibs 3-1 in the Cup uh, recently here, um, they, they played well. They gave a good account of themselves. Um, there seems to be a really good feel-good factor that uh, Tam Courts has instilled about the place. You know, he certainly seems to have the fans on side. Um, they can see quite clearly what he's trying to do. Even the game, you know, that I touched on, 3-0 down at home to Hibs in the League Cup the supporters you know got, got right behind their team so I certainly think they are uh, doing very well and, and they're certainly determined to, to go even higher Let's go back and touch on what I think most people feel will be your game of the day it's Hearts up against Motherwell at Tynecastle Roger Hanna and uh, I assume that's filling up nicely um, we have probably not heard the end of Hearts crusade to get the SPFL to do something about the old firm teams not letting away fans in uh, that's not happening today a healthy mother support there and a big Tynecastle support as you would expect as well and um, off the pitch should be good as well as on it yeah big mother will support away to my right as you speak the Hearts players have just been laid off by the coaches Gordon Forrest Lee McCullough Stephen Naismith and they have gone off to a, a tumultuous ovation from the home support here at Tynecastle. I think even the Hearts fans themselves would tell you they have been surprised by how well Robbie Nielsen's side have started back into life in the Premiership. If you remember, they won the Championship last season and were still getting criticised every week for the paucity of the performances. They weren't setting the head of the light. They weren't entertaining the supporters here. And yet this season, starting with that defeat in the opening night of the season against Celtic, they've been terrific here. They're five games unbeaten. They could go top, that's good, Motherwell could go top of the Premiership table tonight and there really is, really are good things happening here in Gorgie again. How do you see that one playing out incidentally? Hearts reports now this morning, um, or perhaps last night, I forget which one, uh, that they will make a formal complaint to the SPFL over this 
um, situation with away fans getting into Ibrox and Celtic Park. Um, it's interesting. I, I don't like it when away fans don't get in. Um, I watched the Edinburgh derby here the other week. Hibs fans, Hearts fans in. The atmosphere's better. You see the following Sunday, the Dundee derby. When it's Dundee and Dundee United, the supporters both in the same stadium. That's what football's all about. You look at the Motherwell fans here this afternoon, here in big numbers. They want to come and follow their team wherever it is, whether it's in Dingwall or Dumfries. They don't mind. They'll go. And I think that is part of the fun of being a football supporter. And football supporters we need to cherish Gordon are the lifeblood of the game they put so much of their money into the game they create so much of the spectacle look how much we missed them when they weren't in grounds because of the pandemic in those early weeks and months we need to make sure we keep fans on side we need to make sure we get away fans into grounds and I would wish Hearts and Hibs and Motherwell and all the other teams who are pushing for this I wish them success um, and just while we're on the doing the, the rounds of the hot topics at the moment, did you notice any anything of note with regards vaccine passports at Tynecastle today? That would be one of the games. In fact, you're one of the first ones that that would be um, relevant. Albeit we're in this so-called grace period, so I know that clubs are taking a fairly relaxed approach to things. Yeah, they are. I can only assume the man in the vaccine passport van couldn't get past either, Gordon, because there was no no, no real sign of um, of any of that outside the ground. I think it's going to be the same at Petaudry and Ibrox tomorrow. It only affects grounds where there's going to be gatherings of over 10,000 spectators, so that would have been the three this weekend. I think the clubs have rep- represented themselves very well last week. They have kept lines of communication open to the supporters. They've given them plenty of information about it, but when you see the teething troubles that the government app has um, been enduring over the last 48 hours, I don't think it's surprising that none of the three clubs, Hearts today, Aberdeen or Rangers tomorrow, I don't think it's really going to be checked, I don't think it's going to be enforced I think this is something that will possibly be brought in when all of the teething troubles are over it might not be brought in at all, you know Right, we've ticked off VAR, we've ticked off vaccine passports, ticket allocations you've actually got a football game though, this afternoon Roger Hanna, Um, interesting that battle between Albeit there's no John Souter today But an, still an impressive Hearts back line um, And a very very impressive goalkeeper And this front three of Motherwell That everyone keeps talking about The budget Bergkamp, Van Veen, Tony Watt Who this week has got people saying Why not a Scotland call up If you're basing it around other guys Like Kevin Nisbet or Lauren Shankland in the past um, And I wonder how much Motherwell Will be able to get them involved today yeah, and it's always interesting. I always like it when you see different formations going head to head. Here's Hearts with a back three: Taylor Moore, Craig Halkett, Stephen Kingsley. Motherwell with a front three of Kane Woolery, Kevin Von Veen, and Tony Watt. And it's the movement, Gordon, of that Motherwell front three. It's not as if Kane Woolery stands away out in the left touch line and Tony Watt or Von Veen's away out in the right hand side. They move about, they change formation. They always ask questions of the opposition defence. And when it's a back three, if they go head to head with them. Do they force back the wing-backs, Michael Smith and Alec Cochran, who of course both like to get up the park and both scored against Livingston last week. So it's going to be interesting to see which of these formations manages to force itself onto the other formation. You know, can, can that front three of Motherwell force Hearts back in effectively to a back five? Or are Kane Willery and Tony Watt going to spend a bit of the day chasing back those wing-backs? And of course, is there such a thing as the manager of the month? Curse, Graham Alexander announced as the Scottish Premiership Glens manager of the month for September uh, just yesterday. So will he be able to carry that on or will the curse strike? We will find out after these. The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 
Four big games in the top flight Massive fixtures down the divisions as well Where else would you rather be on a Saturday afternoon? Mark Wilson, what does the ACA look like from our featured matches, please? Yep, okay I think it will be a draw at Tynecastle I think it will be a draw at the Tony Macaroni I think it will be a draw at McDermott Park What's going on here? And I think Dundee United will beat Ross County right, Okay, Gordon Deal um, I'm going draw at Tynecastle I'm going Livingston to win I'm going St Johnston to win And my shocker today is I fancy Ross County Because I thought Stop they, it I thought they played terrifically well Against Motherwell last week and, uh, How'd Mother- that go? Motherwell won But they played very well They're looking for points I feel that there's a result In Ross County this afternoon I'm going to go for Hearts to beat Motherwell Livingston to draw with St Mirren St Johnston to beat Dundee at home And I'm going to go for Dundee United To beat Ross County Goal flashes with Aspire Industrial Services, leading the way in industrial and corporate branded workwear. And just like that, we're underway already. Don't forget, you can stay in touch all afternoon on the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. And then when the games finish, it's over to you on the open line to let us know what you made of it all. So stay tuned and pick up that phone when the time is right. We'll have all the usual fun of the fair, the madness. We've got some teasers. We've got a few other. Uh, things up our sleeve for you this afternoon as well So if you're not out and about at a game Or even if you are and you've got us on in the ear uh, Sit back and enjoy And hopefully we'll speak to you on the phones a bit later on indeed But the game of the day Hearts against Motherwell Let's hope it's not a damp squib No I'm looking at it, uh, Motherwell putting a high press on there uh, went Back to front a little bit Stephen O'Donnell's just hit it into touch High tempo start Gordon Yeah after 54 seconds on the clock um, I think this will be a terrific game Alex uh, <laughs> Alright you got to decide already Yeah me I know I'm going Based for it, on what yeah. you've seen I'm, I'm going, I, I, Roger Hanna will get goals Because Based on the twice That it's been booted out of the park well, already Well Alex, yes, just, Alex went in the tactics After oh, 53 minutes With a high press Hold on a minute We, we always <laughs> We always keep an eye on these things Right This has got This has got to be a new record We need to dig into this one Mohamed Niang has been sent off inside the first minute for Alawa for violent conduct. Wow. Inside the first minute. Wow. Uh, that's astonishing, yeah. I've never heard of that, have you? No. No, no, no. I remember Vinnie Jones smashed someone, I, I mean, think, one of the violent conduct. after 12 seconds. You'd be as well. Yeah. Just, you'd be and as well brutal. doing it before the game if it's violent yeah. conduct. And you, don't, you don't even need the game to start for that. So, what were we thinking there? Uh, an elbow. elbow. An elbow or something like that. Mm. Well, I mean, that depending if that's challenging for the ball, though, that still could be serious foul play. Violent conduct tends to tends to be sort of serious? off the ball. Yeah. yeah. Have we not got in on Twitter? Uh, I've run out of data. They won't even have. Co- You're kidding me. <laughs> <on. laughs> on nine days, it does. A, a man of your oh, means, no. and you I've, don't have data. I went in the day to get an appointment, and unfortunately, you know, the face used to work, but why, it's not why did you not get a deal with unlimited? I've no idea. I've not got it's 2021, Alex. It's 2021. We'll need to get you up to speed. Penalty to Hearts already at Tynecastle. Wow. Oh. We thought the Alawa sending off was early, and it was, but we've already um, got a penalty here. A trip on boys from the goalkeeper. It's from Liam Kelly uh, up against uh, his opposite number, and Craig boys. Gordon today trying to, to prove that he can be his successor for the Scotland team. Liam Boyce obviously takes He scores more often than not Doesn't he uh, Can Liam Kelly redeem himself As a very good goalkeeper um, but it's For me be, uh, he scores There you go Daz I'm going to nearly He oh. usually does doesn't he uh, good, But Boyce shot. is going to take it We'll get the chance to see it back In just a second I'm sure 
Mm. Um, it's a great little ball from uh, Barry Mackay. Oh my days! Oh. I need to see that again, Mark. From the other but, angle, but, but, Boyce has gone nowhere. Why well, would the goalkeeper get into that when he's going? You're right, Mark. He's absolutely no danger whatsoever. I, I I find that astonishing. I think he's he's looked at the goalkeeper. I think he's probably played for that. I would need to see it again. Goal flashes. With AspireGlasgow.com And Liam Boyce makes no mistake From the penalty spot Hearts won Motherwell nil already Three and a half minutes gone Ooh. VAR anyone? I've seen, I've seen it three times I'm not, uh, not convinced sure. yeah. Daz? I think he does get him yeah. I'm sorry I think he touches him I, yeah. I think With he, what foot? With, uh, with his opposite foot That well, you right. think With his right So when Liam when, when Kelly Slides It goes with his wrong foot and I think he realises it's just dangled out. Tries to I think pull it back. It tries to pull it back. Mm. I think he just catches him. But it's it's crazy oh. from Kelly. He, he obviously knows nowhere, the ball's gone out of play. Jeez, oh. Oh. You've got to say it's a nice reverse pass by uh, Barry Mackay mm. into Boyce. But I totally agree with the boys. Um, I don't know what the goalkeeper's thinking, eh, Gordon. And uh, it's a cool finish from the penalty spot. What a start! Yeah. Seven goals in his last eight games, boys. What yeah. a what a how many from the spot? He's a very yeah. reliable spot kick taker. Is Liam Boyce, and he's made no mistake today. Hearts won Motherwell nil. We said they would get goals, and they've caught one inside five yeah. minutes. Perfect start, Gordon. You we did say there was going to be goals, guys. We just said it two minutes ago. I like we're always writing this show. Um, <laughs> <coughs> I'm just a bit concerned for Wisher at Livingston. I think that could be a a drag of a day for him. Um, but yeah, it's perfect start for. For hearts, you've got to say, but um, I've got a great saying in this show, Gordon. No, don't. For no, forget years. it. It's yeah. a terrible saying. No, I want to say it. I feel it's my right to say it. I think I've earned that right. If you're going to lose a goal, yeah, lo- lose it. Early. I think he actually believes he coined that phrase. That, that has never been said <laughs> before he brought it up in the show. Um, <laughs> Hamilton Aki's won Inverness nil. Lewis Smith, the Aki's are having a torrid time. Absolutely. So what a result that would be. Yeah. Uh, Inverness going well at the top. If that. If Liam Kelly has caught Liam Boyce there Then it's an absolute howler from yeah. the goalkeeper Because he just doesn't need to come and make the challenge I think what we would agree is If there is contact, there's not a lot of it No uh, I, I I think the referee got it right, Gordon As much as it pains mm. me to say that I'm still, I'm still you, I, I know undecided you're, I, I know you're dis- I, you, you guys are going against it I think. No, I'm just saying I'm undecided Well, I'm That's decided I'm, I'm unfortunately decided But you're right I, I, He's... he's de- I don't know what Kelly's uh, thinking of. He's in no danger whatsoever. Just you know, even as a real stupid, stupid um, mistake. Thrill. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's put his team under a little mm. bit of pressure, but the game's settling down. See, the not. thing is, though, you're trying to get out there quick, and it's a split second. You know, you're dangling a leg, but you give the referee that decision. Uh, okay, let's get this up and running, Mark mm. Wilson. The first half teaser With Sunday's Scottish Sun Free goals, pull out Plus Davy Province Frank and Fearless Column Couple of tough ones today I uh, don't think these two have much hope I've got to say to the left of me Alright, since season 2010-11 Six old firm players have scored two or more goals in a single game from the group stages onwards in either the Europa League or Champions League. Can you name them? 
So since season 2010-2011 Six Old Firm players have scored two or more goals in a single game From the group stages onwards In either the Europa League or the Champions League Can you name them? Okay, at Clyde SSB then Head over there You tweet us Ideally we're looking for one tweet With all six correct answers on it And if you can do it quicker than everyone else You win the first half teaser It is that simple So get thinking And send us a tweet please To at Clyde SSB Lots of goals going in down the divisions Peter Header one up At home to Dumbarton Thanks to Ryan Conroy Stenhouse Muir Nil four for one Craig Thompson with the goal there and as we told you in our featured match, Hearts won Motherwell nil. A Liam Boyce penalty after Liam Kelly uh, was judged to have brought the striker down in the box. He stepped up and made no mistake with the spot kick. What are the results of uh, resulting uh, Mark having a smile on his face? Are you happy with Offer? In the I like, league, yeah, I like the, the lower league. Uh, well, you spent a, a couple of months on it. That's <laughs> 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 in, it's in days. Oh, it's like days like today when you look at our window. It's you pouring know, the rain, the winds, you, yeah. and you know you think that long trip. Mm. Many, many did you see in that uh, quiz? Is it six? There is six. I think it was, wasn't it? Six old fun. Yeah, yep. six. Yeah, yep. we we've got two of them right away. That's oh, well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Still looking for another four. Yes. unfortunately. So let's mm-hmm. see. You want to tell you what? Nobody's getting the second half teaser today. Not it's a chance. Brutal. No. Absolutely brutal. Not a chance. I, I'll guarantee you somebody'll get it. Usually, I I, usually, it I, usually, I do say that, but you're not having it today. It's just very tough. Very, very tough today. Uh, anyway, so get your answers in at Clyde SSB, and. Um, you can stay in touch all afternoon if there's anything you've noticed from the games going on, anything you want to bring to our attention. Um, that Aloha sending off, I'm, I'm, I think maybe it's just been reported incorrectly on the video printer. I think it probably was just for a tackle. So I don't think we've had a um, anything too out of the ordinary. Um, I think it was just a terrible tackle, but inside the opening seconds we'll find out, I'm sure. More will become... Clear as the afternoon goes on yeah. Kevin McHugh says That we Alex Ray's Got no chance with the teaser If he's got no data To get text from his mates yeah. Wow That's, that's a great point I think they've got Very a rank pundit point. I think they've got a rank pundit I'll be honest with you what, Why are you looking over And Mikko says Alex <laughs> Ray Alex Ray running out of data Makes living in Greenock Seem not so bad Hope there's Wi-Fi in the office <laughs> Says Mikko <laughs> Wi-Fi's a bit dodgy <laughs> in here as well Isn't it I saw to tomorrow boys I'm going to get squared up tomorrow <sighs> We'll all be bolt on. Is that a bolt on or what it's called? That was about 15 years ago, I think. It probably still is, to what be fair. I, don't know. I, think, I, think, I think it might still be called something. Right, get similar. a bolt on. Whatever I Ah, uh, come on, you need to upgrade that contract. Yeah, well, I've been getting texts for, and phone How calls. How much data do you get a month? I don't know, maybe five or ten. You can't be frying 10 gig of data in a month what, what, are you, what videos are you watching? Well I was actually <laughs> watching the Celtic game off, off my thing And it just went See you later Honestly I only get one morning. gig Should yeah. that's, that's Oh come shut on up. Seriously I only get one gig yeah How do you get by? <laughs> my, my, well my phone only costs me about a tenner right? That makes sense Because you want to pay for anything That's true And that do one gig you, is probably free in some deal I, I, I'm family and friends and I don't even know the person that's going <laughs> Of course he is <laughs> We must have a few listeners out there Surely they can get so us involved you, with family and friends Do you wait until you're on Wi-Fi To exchange like picture messages with people I That's risky That's a very uh, risky strategy that is How, how is it risky? Oh you never know who could be yeah. watching Gets uploaded oh, today. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't exchange Mr. Mr Clyde 1 could be Keeping a wee eye on what goes on in the Wi-Fi in here Well I know 
exactly whose Wi-Fi I've got in here that right away. It clicks on. The house is good, so I, I don't I really use my phone a lot, Gordon. How, I like to communicate. There's supposed to be mod- voice. modern men. In, in the week that Bond came out, the, 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 the gadget man, he's got all the mod cons, all the, the new gadgets, and you two are struggling I've with struggling one gig of data that. between you. I've gone for the, the Dazzler look today. I've turned up with the joggies and the. Yeah, the it's, it's a Saturday. Oh, aye. Yeah, much of a Bond fan, by the way? I don't know if it's that up, is that up your street. Um, I'm going to watch this one. Uh, I'm not Where are you going with Dazzler, more importantly? Going with? Yeah. No, I'll wait for it to come the fire stick, mate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you meant to admit that. On here. I thought he was going to be at the door in 10 minutes. Excuse me, there's something in reception for you. No, I mean, buy it when it comes on. Oh, 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 so you're not you're not a, you're not desperate. You're just pictures, I detest I detest the pictures. I really do. do you? I, oh, I detest. I love them. it. Uh, absolutely. I thought you'd be one of these midnight showings of Bond no. type of guy. Yeah. Just, uh, with a bow tie on. I'm just. not. I'm not really a big Bond fan, but I watched the last one. I can't okay. remember the name of it. In the Highlands in Scotland. What oh, the Highlands? Uh, uh, Bond. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she get killed. I hope no, I hope everybody's oh, watched it. I don't want that was the last one. Wasn't that was it? the one before that, was it? Aye. Well, I've not you watched the last one. Watch, watch, uh, Spectre was the one before, yeah. wasn't it? Right, you're well, talking Skyfall. Aye, Skyfall. You'd make the worst Bond ever, wouldn't you? Imagine him coming with the tracksuit bottoms <laughs> on, <laughs> and the fob, the Clyde oh. one fob round his neck. That's yeah. as that's as uh, technologically advanced as he gets. <sighs> Do you, think do you think there's something in that? Do you think our listeners are creative enough to come up with who from Scottish who from Scottish football? Would should, make the should, best bond. Would make the best bond, and when we flip it as well, who from Scottish football would make the best bond villain? Oh, I like that. I like that. I think the villains will be easier than the bond. Yeah, well, none, no one involved in this show would make would make the next bond. So I think we can just write that off straight away. Mm. I don't know, Gordon. I think you could pull it off. You've got that nice little nice two wee. It's too wee. Yeah, the baddies would just bit. slap him in. Is, is, is Daniel Craig particularly <laughs> tall? I don't think uh, he is. Well, he's taller than you. No, he's not he, I don't and, think he's that he, tall. And he looks a bond. Mm, you know, Mowgli sure. jungle book, but no, no bond. Incredible, a guy who dresses like a frustrated PE teacher would come in here and start firing oh, shots out. Honestly, yeah. And the thing is, as well, what, what he doesn't realise as well, the power I've got with this microphone you is. Turn them off. I, I could literally explain to the nation. Why he looks so tired in here this afternoon? Oh, do you know what I mean? Do I do that? He, he, exactly. So family show. Family show. I, I can only apologise for my comments. To, yeah, you take that back. <laughs> Bond. <laughs> but um, yeah, it would be interesting. I mean, Alex, go on. I know you've been dying to say it. Go. You've lined this up. Go. What is it? Doctor, Doctor No, isn't it? It's got to be <laughs> Doctor yeah. No. Aye. Oh, aye. Aye. Or Mister um, Van. <laughs> Mini me. Thomas Gravison, he's a good shout for Doctor No as well. Huh? Yeah, that's not bad. Aye, and so you could be Mini Me. Oh, aye, that's oh, it. Aye. On, his <laughs> la- on his lap, no <laughs> man. I'm going. Yeah. Uh, would Big Charlie not make a good Bond? Oh, Big Charlie's eye with a tuxedo and eye with a hair. Oh, that's a good shout. Yeah, I think Big Charlie McGrew could pull that off. That's a good shout. Charlie opens his mouth. We might have we might have peaked already. We might have peaked already. Ian Hark's Dundee United. He's got that sort of yeah, that good look. Yes, are they all Dundee United based? I don't know. There must be something out there. No, but Daniel Craig made Bond look a bit more yeah, hard hitting. You know, a bit more British than Pierce Brosnan did with his black. Walks, aye, yeah. nah, so mm. bit bit more rough and ready. I think. So the there. best we've got so far is Alex Ray 
and Thomas Gravison as the Bond villains right? We mm. need to do better than that out there Who, uh, Roger Hannas um, oh, oh dear, oh no I nearly read that out without double checking <laughs> Let's just say it was something uh, to do with odd job And then he went on as well And he was, he was oh. talking about other Bond characters oh, that was a close one And there's different yeah. One, I won't even name the other one. I think that's oh, too I know, close. I know the other one he's meaning. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean, don't you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, Bofeld. No, that's plenty. We'll move on. <laughs> Family show. I'm um, just naming Bond baddies. <laughs> oh, John the Bomb's got it. What? I can't believe I didn't think of it myself. The housewife's favourite. The guy that you dream that you could try and replicate with that silver fox look that you try and pull off. Schofield. You, Keith Lasley. Next Bond Oh, oh okay. yeah Good uh, shout he, uh, He's a uh, Silver so Fox Yeah he's a cool character As lads I've got to say That's yeah. a good shout Looks a wee bit He does look a wee bit like mm, No He's got a wee bit of spark About him as well That's not bad uh, Colin, Colin says the name's Specky Specky Tube <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see Shug he He's cardigan um, What's the character What like Why is it taking a blank who hooks him up with the gadgets? Oh, Q. Q Keevens. Q Keevens, yeah, very good. Oh, I like that. Right, okay. Um, I wonder if, actually, I wonder if Hugh has ever seen him. Was I, I was having a conversation with Hugh last week about the cinema. Yeah, he doesn't actually, like stuff like that. Nah. I, I, I was asking he him what was the like, last He's more into Casablanca. Yeah, oh, things like that. Yeah. I don't think he'll be going to see the new one. No. Are you going to see it, Mark? Just to, I, I will be. I, I, I am as I'm well. I'm a fan yes. of them. Are you yeah. boys, Yes. I said you can get a ticket. Much is it to get a picture? I wouldn't even know. Uh, You'll get it depends for nothing anyway go. Depends where you go is these it? days Anyway, Harps won Motherwell nil. 17 minutes gone That's the only goal in the top flight at the moment If you want to keep giving your Bond and Bond villain suggestions We're absolutely fine uh, for that St Johnson, Dundee, Livy, St Mirren And Dundee United, <coughs> Ross County all goalless We did say that Fraser, uh, Roger Hanna sorry, would get goals As the game settled down a bit Harps still on top, how would you assess it? I think it's fairly even, Gordon I think Motherwell Getting a good account themselves. Hearts are trying to push forward as well You just get the impression That Hearts have a, a good uh, Offensive line as well You know when you look at Some of their options I, I think that's 10 goals now That um, Boyce has got You've got Barry Mackay Who for me I think is a great addition He brings plenty of Power With burn on the sides as well So I think they've got good options But so has uh, Van Veen Tony Watt So I'm looking I'm, I'm, I'm looking for more goals yeah, I think we'll get more goals uh, Two attacking sides The game has settled down a little bit Gordon I've got to say Mark just keep me up to date with substitutions I had a bad Thursday night with that um, So What happened? What happened? I, was away. I was away I was I was I was Preoccupied Yeah I, With Mark uh, With the lad And beat the pundit And I did see the camera Going to Stephen Gerrard And Michael Beale And I thought Well okay They're playing their substitution And I called it Brilliantly Can we get the clip of that actually We need to play that back at some point He was he was shouting at the TV for Morelos to come on Who came on 10 minutes <laughs> previous It was, it was, was, a, one it was a classic uh, It really was There's a booking for Grimshaw as well Gordon, very cheap One of oh. the midfielders who skipped past him He just pulls him back Forget that, good timing on this one QPR 1, Preston 0, Linden Dykes In one week's time He'll be getting the Scotland shirt on The socks pulled up Ready Bam. for a huge sellout game Against Israel Next Saturday So a good time for him to score Hopefully he comes through unscathed Well you know, I was saying this The week before the Scotland game He scored know, last time yeah, He scored a goal And we're thinking Come on this is the time He'll, he'll turn up And be good again um, Yeah Fingers crossed It's a huge yeah. one Next weekend Six of the his. season Not a bad return and, and what's really good about it Mark It's a long time But it's a sellout Gordon yeah Yes it is you indeed know, I tried to get a ticket Unfortunately I couldn't get one 
Um, you just turned up your face man, You're standing in Scottish football nah, I, I didn't push it uh, I love the way it played out as well Where it, you know, it was something like you know, As soon as the full time whistle went in Austria Then the ticket website just went crazy <laughs> And by the next morning or by that night I think it was Sold out It was sold out So um, yeah really good to, to see that And hopefully we get the result that follows Many tickets have we got to Clyde Dazzler was uh, no, I'm, 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 actually, I'm actually going to support the lower leagues And I truly am going to Because I'm um, Do you Kirkcaldy. see that with a straight face? No, I'm in Kirkcaldy next week playing golf and I'm going to go to Wraith in East Fife. Well, they're one up on oh, Kilmarnock. There we go. Timing. Good yeah. timing. Liam Dick has put Wraith Rovers one up at Kilmarnock because that could shake up the top of the table. Inverness are losing as well. <laughs> I so watched him the other night. Very there. interesting. I watched him the other night against Dunfermline. First half, the football they played was incredible. They do it try and play, don't they? Absolutely brilliant. Liam Dick there, that's a, a, I'm sure I signed his father, Jim Dick. I'm, and I think he scored in one of the derbies. There you go. There we Sign for who? Here. Yeah, yeah, good player. Well, I'll tell you player. what. What about that? What? What about the fact that Jim Duffy's now trying to follow in his footsteps? Oh, what? what, what, what Twenty-five years on, he's been named permanent air manager now. Good on. Aye, good good on, on, to yeah. the Duff. Um, and he's in familiar surroundings today. Partick Thistle against Air United. Did they phone what? you for any advice, Daz? Um, How to deal with the fans when they gather outside? No, to... Jim's Jim's a quiet lad. He doesn't like to go to you know down in Ayrshire. Um Yeah, he'll I go like... about it very differently from you. <laughs> I think. I, correct, uh, but I brought a lot of success. Um, I'm not blowing my trumpet, but I did. Um, I wish him all the very, very best. Yeah, it's a good job do. to get full time as well. It's, well, look, it's, it's hybrid, it's, it's, it's is it? Pretty obvious. Go in and do make, well, yeah. make your interim period count. Absolutely Turned him around completely In the space of a couple of games, games. I, I've, He was one of my first managers as well Jim and, Jim uh, was he? What about Falkirk? Falkirk yeah he, he, um, Young manager Yeah he was only 29 He obviously incurred a few injuries Came in And mm-hmm. uh, I liked everything about him You know he was just very honest and frank I played against Jim quite often and I've got to say <laughs> What a terrific player he was Good one I always got the better of him But he was a decent decent player I'm it's surprised you let him out of your back pocket You're going to take some, that job up Some great stuff coming in here on Twitter Uh TTV Coop has gone for David Weir as Bond. Mm. I can nah, I'm not feeling that. I, no, no, I, no. I think more of like a, a 70s Bond. I can see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a bit less action involved. Just it was the sophistication just about, yeah, yeah. Yes. That, that really counted. I think I can I can see that. JT's gone. Oh, hold on, we've got another one of these. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. He's making a habit of this Stephen Kingsley with a free kick It's Hearts 2 Motherwell nil. Foul on the edge of the box Again Motherwell players not too happy Did you think that was a free kick? I thought that was a foul Stephen yeah. a lazy, Kingsley a lazy leg. no mistake And dispatches it beyond Liam Kelly This could be a heavy one for Motherwell If this keeps up Well 2-0 um, at Tynecastle Hearts flying Not lost a game this season uh, They've really got to get the next goal Gordon I know that that's very easy to say But they could get the next goal There's still plenty, plenty time But it's a fantastic free kick Left footer And he just finds a top corner Yeah, he's actually Wow Again, I wonder Wow, he's done the keeper, hasn't he? Liam Kelly, Mark As good as he is And he's in the Scotland squad on merit He's gambled He's yeah. He thinks Stephen Kingley's going to go the Walls side Up and yeah. over He yeah. ends up going the goalie side And Liam Kelly ends up in no he's man's went, land He's went too soon Liam Kelly He's took a step too soon Even before he's I think Before Kingsley's on His last step And he's he's made it Easy for it to go in The goalkeeper's got to do So much better Never mind the first one I think he, he made an error uh, And a, a bad judgement call On the first one But here he goes so early And I think If he just stands where he was If he stands where he is he He's catching it. it Yeah well, What I have to say is It's really good play by Kingsley Because he's in, anticipating him Going across the goal 
And he just wraps it into the goalkeeper's side I think that's a brilliant goal from his perspective Oh yeah From Kelly is yeah. horrendous Because it, we've been there before We know how difficult that is To get the right height, pace yeah, on it yeah. To hit the target um, so, To be fair, yeah, may I ask a few of them by the way, I saw your goal um, against Bolton the other day. Yeah, oh, the other day, didn't somebody it? Somebody put it on it? Twitter. I don't know, was oh, it? It was me. Was <laughs> it <laughs> you? <laughs> but I tell oh, what was a it strike. Reebok? Reebok, yes. Nice stadium. T- top 50 uh, yeah. Premier League goals, yeah. Was it? Yeah, Who were you playing with, Alec? Uh, Wolves. Wolves, yeah. Wolves. Falkirk Mill, East Fife 1. Um, so East oh. Fife in charge in that one. They've obviously corrected the goal scorer. I think it's Kieran Miller. Uh, who got it Some of the Bond content That's coming in on here Outstanding And our listeners just uh, Daz has gone Del McInnes is Bond Yeah not too bad I've, I've Yeah, Del, yeah suave. Been playing a bit of golf With Del recently He's, he's got a nice tan, kind of big the stubble, Ruffalo the what, about, what about Jack mm-hmm. Ross He's gone Frank Ribery As ah, Blofeld Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Got, And uh, Gordon Diel As Dr Nose Oh, oh, the, oh come the growler on. there! Look oh, on the growler. You going Jack Ross's bond? Jack Ross always mm, quite well turned okay. out yeah, and quite sophisticated. Suave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, what have we got here? <laughs> like this. What do you always say? How? It, where do you listen to the show from on a Wednesday night? My bath. So Milo <laughs> says, if you were born, yeah. you, you would call you Bubble O Seven. Bubble. Oh, there yeah, I go. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. That. Well, why? Why a Wednesday then? Hump day. Excuse uh, me? Hump day, Wednesday. The middle of the week, that's what it means. Uh, hump day. Hump day? Yeah. Oh my God. What did you think it meant? Well, I can't say it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, 24 minutes gone at Tim Castle, it's hearts 2, Motherwell nil. Um, oh, no goals in any of our other matches. Yeah, Bubble 07, do you like that? Yeah, yeah that's that very good. Very inventive, that one. Yeah, I like it every Wednesday at uh, 6 o'clock. Get the boys on, have a wee listen for 20 minutes, get the bubbles in the bath. Happy days. Every Wednesday, yeah, yeah, good on you, man. He loves loves the dream, this guy. He really does. But no, some of it on here is this is this is good. Box Steve, office. Stephen Hill's got Hugh Keevans replacing Judy Dench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't need miss him. Yeah. Oh, I can see that. I can see it. Uh, Mark Brown says Connor Goldfinger for Bond. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. No Goldfinger. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see what else we can come up with on here. There must be. We must be. It's, it's a positive start, but I think we can. Do better Yeah I think so I think we can I mean Frank O'Rourke's gone Joe Hart is the next Bond mm. Daniel Craig's Bond Yeah So these things uh, Gavin Lau has gone for Stephen O'Donnell He's got him in the talks He's got that kind of look about him He's got the, he's got the tall the booth, He's got yeah. the hair yeah, uh, Lots of people going for Alan McGregor And I, like, I know oh. I know where you're all going with that right oh, But oh, let's, oh, let's remember oh. this is a This is a family show <laughs> Sean Gaffney's gone He's just written David Martindale no, not for Bond, <laughs> surely. It's not his Bond. Any butter. It must be one of the. <laughs> nah, it can't be. Can't be. It must be one of the, the villains. Um, M65 says Chris Sutton could do both. That's probably a fair point. He's got a bit of the Bond, but depending how you feel about Chris Sutton, he would be the Bond villain as well. Mm. Yeah, I can double see that. Agent. It's been a few double agent. Kenny huh? Miller. Kenny Miller, double agent. Yes. Yeah, for the body. Oh, Tell you what. I like it. <laughs> he gave me Celtic and then. I think as soon as he heard uh, Walter and Ali was going back, he was out of Celtic via. Was it Dar- Did he go to Derby after yeah, that? He went to Derby, yeah. yeah. For I about nine was. months or something, then <laughs> quickly at Rangers. Yep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you like this? Uh, Hamilton Aki's not that. Hamilton Aki's have gone 2 0 up. Andy Ryan. Wow. Uh, so Inverness. Taught him now, taught him everything, everything we knew. Scotty says the name's Hannah. Roger Hannah. I'll have an anorak buttoned, not zipped. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I like that, I really do um, Brilliant Anyway, keep them coming in It has, take, it has taken over the, the mm. world Yeah, well, The Bond film Everybody's talking yeah, about of course, yeah. it yeah, The pen says it. imagine Hugh Keevans as Q Trying to track Bond with his Nokia 3310 <laughs> <laughs> It's a very good point indeed right? Still no goals in, yeah. in our other matches The rest of the guys are I mean Fraser Wisher He's got his long johns oh. He told us that earlier on And he's freezing there at Livy But no goals yet uh, all the goals at Tynecastle And they're all into Liam Kelly Who yeah. by his own very very high standards Is having a tough afternoon Gordon And what's disappointing There's a good motherwell support uh, Through there Gordon um, Really fancied their chances this afternoon It was a great opportunity What a boost that would be for a town For motherwell at 5 o'clock tonight To be top of the league After 8 yeah. games But I can't see it does uh, t- Just now I can't see it uh, They'll certainly Still a long way to go Alec But no, uh, they certainly need the next goal They can't afford to lose another one Or it's game over What's the, At the moment for me It looks as if it'll be Hearts That actually add to the yeah, lead Yeah I can understand where you come from From that one We've not really caused a, a, a threat We've not worked to goalkeeper yet um, But We just can't afford to lose another goal <laughs> You've not had it from this guy in a while. Who have oh, we no, not heard from? No, 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 he's 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 the driver. Oh, the driver. <laughs> Mark Wilson, Doctor No Tip. I miss him. I miss him. Yeah, if he's ever out in the Christen area, yeah, pop in. Don't advertise that. He'll be at your door tonight. Um, <laughs> Brian again is on Q Kevens. Yeah, quite like that. Okay, um, Carol Ann, good shout. Your former neighbour, Jim Goodwin. Silver Fox oh, Bond yeah, Can we do yeah. that? Yeah. 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 There's okay. not been an Irish Bond has there? Not yet Apart from Piers Brosnan He disguised his accent well oh, he did, didn't uh, he? I guess that's what actors do Yeah, yeah. Uh, Good shout Gordon Pretty, it's pretty terrible quick on it We man Sharpies Boom uh, Baseball uh, bat You're just thinking about his accent And Mamma Mia <laughs> That was slightly Mama different Mia, Slightly different And Mrs Doubtfire Yeah slightly different uh, Black Arthur says From the United States of Arab with love <laughs> I can see where he's going with that yeah, one Yeah, yeah, well done I can see it I can see it Oh, no, 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 no This show just always gets me in trouble uh, Oh, good, we've got a goal Because that means we don't have to talk about that anymore Goal Flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Livingston nil, St Mirren one, and it's Ethan Erahon, one of their academy graduates. He doesn't score many. I remember he scored a spectacular one, was it last season or the season before? But he has opened the scoring at the Tony Macaroni, and it is Livy nil, St Mirren one. I'm going for a pile driver. I quite like this well, that's boy. His previous, what well, the last one I can remember was left-footed pile sure. driver for me. Gone. You just made that up, though, haven't you? Just, yeah, I have. Just... But the, I'll be honest with you, the boy is a good player. He gets on it. He's comfortable, pleasing in the eye. Gets about the place. It was on the break from a Livy corner, a low shot across the keeper, and the keeper should have saved it. So, uh, so not quite. He's made a few mistakes, hasn't he? Strike, strike it. Strike it. Yeah, but he's strike. also made yeah. some brilliant yes. saves. Yes. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> but if it stays like that, uh, you know what a result for St Mirren, what a run they're on. That that would take them up to eleven points with with Celtic uh, above Aberdeen. Obviously, they two play tomorrow, but. Jim Goodwin, I think, can be pretty happy with with the start. He's they're struggling about Livingston. Yeah, they, you know, it's incredible that their only win was against Celtic. Um, but as, as I say, there long way to go. Did um, you just say that team level with Celtic? Mm-hmm. Is that right? I, I've, I've obviously not got my phone, so I can't check with the. <laughs> well, we're still talking about that. No, no, but I'm just saying that. I, I, didn't, I wasn't sure about the, um, the Mark, points tally. Remind us of your teaser, please. Okay. Uh, 
was since season 2010-2011 Six Old Firm players have scored two or more goals in a single game From the group stages onwards in either the Europa League or Champions League Can you name them? Right, some good answers coming in here Reagan Mimler's been sent off for the Ackies are 2-0 up And after half an hour they're now down to 10 men That's not what they need Um, Right, G has gone for Nacho Novo No He's gone also for Lee Griffiths No That was one of my ones Yep And he's also gone Oh, hold on a second Goal Flashes with AspireGlasgow.com St Johnston won Dundee nil And it's Chris Kane I think he was booked earlier on For simulation or diving <laughs> As you call it uh, But he's picked himself up Showed no ill effects from that And he's opened the scoring To make it 1-0 to St Johnston At McDermott Great first time finish Good work from Michael O'Halloran Chris Kane with the finish Dundee in trouble You know oh, On and it. off the pitch um, They need to start Picking up points Sooner or later I know it's That's a difficult afternoon For them at St John's And it always is going there But James McPaik Needs to find a way They, they will not get a better chance Than last week When they, they had the penalty yeah. um, Against Rangers They miss it But they played, they played well Against Dundee United as well Mark They just yeah. don't seem to have A cutting edge they look, as, they, look as if they yeah. look as if They're kind of conceding Quite a lot of goals as well And we shouldn't make light of it I'm sh- I know it's Um one of those things that Alex Yakubiak a, a night time incident in Dundee And he's now got mm. a sore shoulder As a result of it Certainly doesn't help Ever have any teammates involved In a bit of Late night <laughs> fracas <laughs> that oh, yeah. This boy's got history I've, had a, I've had a few in my time Do you want it? I actually <laughs> forgot that one. Do you want it? Listen how far we Exactly Twitter would fill up Until 6pm I was actually being serious as well I forgot all about that one Do you know the thing is Well I wouldn't have you Is that type of guy? No I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't wrong I was a ref He was a ref Oh you in the middle I was in the middle Try to be the good guy And ended up the worst guy <laughs> One of those ones, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, stuck in the escapades. Made sure he escaped. Oh, I see oh. your contract. I'll tell you everything. And you know what? Listen, you know the funny thing about that is, that, you know, I clearly I, I wasn't involved in it, mm. but I still got suspended from Dundee United that right? for that. Yeah. Wow. While the investigation took place, and what you do? Just go on a holiday? I, I just sat a bit. Yeah. Went more nights out <laughs> Phone, Fat Sam's Phone Sergeant Anderson To give him the full story um, Right Some more wrong answers In the teaser Mark Callum McGregor No That's not on it no, uh, only one. Stephen Davis No Stephen Davis Come on these guys Yeah I see not. where they're going there Though guys yeah. that have played A lot of games that's In the true, group that's stages true. Yeah. Um Let's see Right okay Keep them coming in At Clyde SSB We'll give you a, Maybe nice. a 10 minute yeah. Warning on that one Guys are halfway there Yes They've we're halfway three. there yeah. Yes yeah. He's might get close To the first half teaser But the second half teaser No chance Not uh. a chance Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com the United won Ross County nil. Uh, we said it might be the surprise package this season. Niskanen's shot fumbled in by the goalkeeper. Wow. Not what Malky Mackay needs. And it's done the United won Ross County nil. Yep, fancied United uh, today on a good run of form. What, watching my Celtic Park Did last anybody week. Did not go for United? Yes, I, I went for Ross County. Right. Uh, <clears throat> on the back of listening to Roger Hanna's report last week from Fir Park. <clears throat> and but Roger, what about United last week at. Uh, Celtic Park though Yeah yeah Did you forget about them? Uh, I, d- I didn't forget about them I just don't know If they're consistent enough uh, To keep going 
I just thought that Ross County need a result, Mark. They're playing well. They need a little bit of luck. Game's not finished. It's only 1-0. I think you've gone too early. Isn't it incredible that on this show where we... Oh, Jim Duffy. It's the new manager curse. Partick Thistle one air nil. Zach yeah. Rudden on 34 minutes. He's got a few Rudden in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. We think we'll have a bit of fun with this James Bond stuff, right? And it just ends up you lot getting slaughtered. Oh, you think we'd learn scandalous. by now? I mean, Milo says diamonds are forever. Not with Gordon DL. You only marry three times, he says. <laughs> No, well, you, no, you only se- marry twice, he says I've, se- I've certainly got a lot of diamonds uh, Blair says Blonde villains Pedro Cachinha Scaramanga And Brendan Rogers Is odd job Yeah, yeah I can see it, yeah Yeah Okay, yeah Not bad at all uh, Paul McNeil has been on He's gone He's he's, pulled, he's gone niche Right I think I'm going to get Three blank looks here He's gone for Thomas Stickroth Of St Mirren For James Bond mm. I knew it I knew you wouldn't No no. Get him up He's attached to the picture It does look Yeah it looks kind of Bond-like But I knew you lot Wouldn't remember And what era? Uh, that looks to me About 80s, 90s Maybe early, <laughs> early what? 90s What's his name Gordon's boys at that time? Oh, no no I'll Thomas know. Stickroth He says Oh I think he was a centre Was he a centre forward? I'm sure he was Stranraer won Albion Rovers Nil Paul Woods Has scored there For Stranraer that's uh, so a goal starting ah, to go in pretty much everywhere. In fact, we've got a goal in all of our top flight matches before half time. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just looking as Chelsea's taking the lead as well. Shalaba, good player, that boy. I think it's his second of the season already, isn't it? Even though he's a, oh, he's just a, he's kid. a defender. So, good start for them. Ollie in a bit of trouble. Home draw to Everton earlier on. Well, I just look at Man United now as just a totally different club from when yeah. I, they were my English team. Back in the 90s, early 2000s, yeah. loved them, loved watching them, could name, you know, every player in every household. position, household names, and now you, you watch them and they're all over the place yeah. at times. Well, well, I was kind of down there at that particular time, the 99 team and that as well, oh, were phenomenal man. man, incredible does. Yeah, I think he is under a little bit of pressure, um, I think he got out, he, you know, he was a bit lucky at Midweek, Ronaldo. Good save. Yeah, it's a terrific save. Uh, Ronaldo bailed him out. Then it's a, another disappointing home draw. The fans will be uh, looking for more. The investment he's put in, bringing the, the names that he's got in that team sheet. It's, it's phenomenal, incredible it? what he's got. Incredible. Um, yeah. But you just wonder if uh, how long they'll go with him. I'm not one MD out, but he wouldn't be my pick. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Every bald member of the Scottish football Fraternity is, is getting accused of being Blofeld So Gavin Lau is now on uh, With Bobby Madden He's got the Bobby Madden there Sitting with the cat And he's laughing and all that Mikko's gone for Dr. No Vengloss You can oh, see yeah. where he's going there uh, Kelty Hearts 1-0 and Jamie Barjonas Wow uh, With the goal there I know they were Is that the um, boy from yeah, Rangers? Yeah. Is, is he all one or did they go uh, permanent? No, I think he's actually signed permanent uh, but it Shows a good like Kevin yeah. Thompson Well, yeah, it's not yeah. just that I think the, the old Nelson's help <laughs> no, you know they're paying good money for yeah. that level, you know what I mean? So you can attract players uh, of that ilk. Hmm. Yeah, Kelly flying through that league, though, exactly what I think everybody expected when they come up, that they would throw plenty at it, be as professional as possible, got the right structure in place, Kevin Thompson, a good young coach, gave him a chance, and I don't think there'll be any problems with them going up this season. Yeah, his hearts are coming down the right-hand side. Got say, McKay. Woodburn, what, what an effort. Great save yes. from, from Kelly. Woodburn does look a good signing for uh, Hearts. Motherwell not offering anything really, Gordon. No, no. no um, the they've front, been overwhelmed, didn't they, Yeah, the front three hasn't been seen. Uh, they've not had the Hold that thought, please. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. 
Uh, it's 2 0 to St Johnston, and it's Chris Kane again, his second of the afternoon. He's on a hat trick already, and it's St Johnston 2 Dundee 0. Yep, long there's afternoon. A, there's a Motherwell fan trying to phone in. The open line's not open for another hour and a half, but he's obviously just I'm so raging. angry at what he's witnessing. Give us a call back I, at I have to be o'clock. honest with you You have to credit Hearts Hearts are yeah. on the front foot They're causing all sorts of problems Some good interplay In the round about the box It's a manager of the month Curse uh, Alec um, I can tell you You ever had it Mark? No No probably not Manager of the month oh, yeah. yeah I did Yeah, well, yeah. You, My first month With who? Every You get manager of the month mm-hmm. <laughs> That backfired on you <laughs> That joke didn't it does, yeah. <laughs> See if you'd have been there, you may have seen exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, if you were ever there, you why might you, have seen why it. Why did I not get the part in the back for it? Exactly. Played four one four. Great, great appointment, Dazzler. Something to you, wasn't it? About time, Castle Gordon. As much as Motherwell aren't offering anything, will there be a bit of a frustration that the two Hearts goals have come from a, a penalty and a free kick, daft decisions, and a bit of uncharacteristic goalkeeping from Liam Kelly? Yeah, uh, you don't normally see that, Gordon. Uh, he's in the Scotland squad because he's a very, very good goalkeeper. It's been one of those afternoons so far from him. He has had a, a, a very good save, you've got to say. But I agree with Alec. I think Hearts just look a team that's well organised. They're playing with confidence. There's a, a big Heart support in Tynecastle this afternoon. Um, so I, I was always going to be difficult But it doesn't help when You concede the goals the way Motherwell I think them. individually though If you look at Motherwell And the players have got You know Just watch Stephen O'Donnell there Scotland's right back Hugely experienced Got loads of ground Try To forward, gallop yeah. into With the ball And he plays just an aimless pass It was almost like Get ready at Tony Watt We're talking yeah. about him being Potentially on the fringes yeah. Of a Scotland squad Again Lost control So there's no doubt about it The players They've got quality players But they're underperforming do you, know, do you know the problem You've actually got at the moment Here watching this game The front three of Mother Were trying to press up And everyone behind them Is not bothering and, yeah. and they're all dropping off And they've been able to play Through their lines at will And there's a lack of cohesion With Mother at the moment that, that there's something broken there Mark structurally Because Motherwell Have tried to press Hearts high And Hearts have Just walked it into The Motherwell half Without anyone in Claret and Amber yeah. Getting near them that, Very strange it, Yeah it's been too simple At times I've even seen it Come back to uh, It's at Craig Gordon And goals And him passing Through the lines yes. and, and setting hearts On a on an attack um, now, Have you played that way At Tyne Castle Against quality players You're going to get you Picked, picked off. off Yeah yeah. And you know I've, I think Graham Alexander <coughs> Just now Will be quite happy To get in at 2-0 So he can have A word with his team Get them no, back together Hopefully out for the second half And grab something And make a game up Because just yeah. now It's one way traffic Yeah do you know The half time can't come Quick enough Mark You're absolutely right Because he will have to Sort that out Because if they continue To do the same Hearts will add to the 2-0 the they've got at the moment Let's round this off Mark Wilson The first half teaser With Sunday's Scottish Sun Free goals Pull out Plus Davy Province Frank and Fearless Column Since season 2010-2011, six old firm players have scored two or more goals in a single game from the group stages onwards in either the Europa League or Champions League. Could you name them? They were Alfredo Morelos, yes. Anthony Stokes, Ooh. Borna Barisic, yes. Yanis Hadji, Mohamed El Yanoussi, and Moussa Dembele. El Yanoussi, absolutely one never got. There we go, well done. If you got them right, thank you for taking part. Even if you didn't, the winners are in third place, Sean. <laughs> At Sean1872 Well done to you Sean Second place was Jay McCormick 
And the winner of the first half teaser is Paul Byers. Well I've done got, to you, Paul. I've got a feeling that second half teaser ain't going to be as hard as... So he's because pointed I... to say that you never get Stokes. He's looked at the bottom of the page for the, uh, the second half teaser. <laughs> that way you just seen his eyes, not even looking at Stokes who I was pointing to, looking down. So he's and he was going to try and yeah. I, I can honestly say in my defence I wasn't quick enough, I didn't see it. Anyway... <laughs> The first half teaser Well done to you Sean, Jane, Paul Byers yep. You are on the podium uh, Thank you for taking part This is the Who Am I Am It might be one of those Where no one gets it But mm. our listeners I say it every week Are extremely intelligent So I hold out A little bit of mm. hope Cameron Devlin yeah. Has been booked for hearts now Yeah No complaints Gordon He comes in late I think it was a Hara Just pokes it past him Casey late. Easy decision for the referee the yep. amount of these Bond ones that I can't read out is oh, stressing me. Oh, shows at half time when the half time. Uh, Morton nil are both one. Colin Hamilton just oh, before both. the break. Good time to wow. score. Both they are flying, flying, aren't they? Yeah. Could they do it? You know, mm. obviously I don't think they'll got automatic, but you imagine them going up through a playoff well, system. They win today, and Kilmarnock and Inverness both lose as yes. they are at the moment. Yes, it yes. Would certainly strengthen their cause. Yes, there's still a few points Tim Van Ness He does, he, he just gets the results stick, doesn't he? He's old-fashioned There's no nonsense with him I remember going to Dumbarton Remember the day I got locked in, Mark? Yeah, oh, how yeah. Can we get <laughs> out? yeah. Um, And I was speaking to Jim in his office I had a cup of tea And I walked by uh, Dick's uh, changing room And I popped my head in I'm not kidding you on You should have heard his team talk It was incredible Absolutely Every second word was a swear word and they go and get results He just gets his players He gets them motivated They get them out there Difficult place to go uh, A broth And even yeah. on the road now They're picking up great results mm. There's a real belief there isn't it, Mark? That's the yeah. thing You know when you're winning at home It generates confidence throughout the squad They go to places like this today And think right we can get a positive result and Take the game to the opposition mm. And it's hard You look at the where Broth is obviously and you know Training and attracting players I, I know that well From, from breaking well, Where would they train then Matt Would they be like More now, central I'm Sterling sure, Something like that uh, No I don't think They train at Sterling I'm sure At my time at breaking They had a spell At training in Perth right, Just okay. beside McDermott Park But I think that got changed So it's difficult To attract players there But he manages to do it Year in year out Yeah well he certainly Has a knack of doing it You were unfortunate um, But No that's a, it's a Sitting there in third And come on at losing um, this afternoon to Wraith at half time so they could jump the table they could be in second place by the end of the day uh, Annan have equalised incidentally against Kelty and it's half time but also half time Kilmarnock nil Wraith 1 I think Partick Thistle have just doubled their advantage have they against their United let me double check yes I think they have Cammy Smith uh, gets in the end of a Brian Graham cross yeah, I thought they went too early with the Jim Duffy appointment. Um, no, but he's obviously got them um, playing well, Ian McCall. Uh, that's going to be a difficult game at Firhill. It always was. Um, Jim will certainly stamp his authority on that air team and we wish him Ooh, all the wow, very well. That was a good was. effort towards the end of the half from Motherwell. Roger can tell us all about it. Roger Hanna. Hearts 2, Motherwell nil at the break. Two goalkeeping mistakes, you could see by Motherwell's Liam Kelly being the difference in this first half. Hearts were ahead after five minutes. A great through ball by Barry Mackay. It looked as if it was just going to run behind. Liam Kelly gave, sorry, Liam Boyce gave chase. Liam Kelly came out. It was a clumsy sort of dive at his feet by Kelly. Boyce went down, and the referee David Monroe pointed straight to the penalty spot despite 
real complaints by the visitors. Boyce picked himself up and dispatched his 10th goal of the season. He's seven in the last eight games to give the jam was the perfect start. Johanny Ojala, he was booked after 11 minutes for hauling Bank Boyce on the halfway line. A real difficult start for the Steelman with Liam Grimshaw also landing a yellow card from referee Monroe for a tug. Then after 22 minutes, Benny Beringame on the edge of the box, taken down by Ojala. No second yellow card this time by the referee Monroe, but Hearts were soon to exact punishment of their own. Kelly seemed to give Stephen Kingsley an awful big space on his side of the goal to aim for, and the former Scotland left-back just curled it into that corner to double Hearts' advantage. Motherwell Houghton popped to try to get back into the game. Kane Woolery had a shot deflected wide with Craig Gordon flat-footed after 32 minutes, and then from the corner, Ojala heading over. Kevin Von Vane, he looked to be through, but a great last-ditch tackle by Craig Halkett denied him. Hearts soon back in the front foot. Ben Woodburn crashing in a shot, but this time Kelly tipped over after 37 minutes. And then an added time at the end of the first half. A shot deflected over the top. The corner came in. Initial header by Beavis Mugabe. Pushed out by Craig Gordon. Rebound by Tony Watt. Saved by Craig Gordon. It's been that kind of half for Motherwell. Hearts 2, Motherwell nil. Yeah, two very good saves from Craig Gordon at the end of the half. And something you don't see too often. Liam Kelly, Roger, you might have missed this. Walking off the pitch, apologising to the Motherwell fans. Went over to collect his towel and water bottle, whatever the goalies keep, in the back of the net. And uh, apologising to the Motherwell fans and saying... My fault uh, Do we have any other Halftime whistles I think we do McDermott Park David Freel Halftime Gordon St Johnson 2 Dundee now Chris Kane's First half double Has given Saints A commanding lead At the break James McPake He's sitting just down From in the McDermott Park stand And it's a tough watch From Callum Davis Inside are well in control Saints is the first chance In 7 minutes After great work From Michael Harlan On the right wing he burst free and found Stevie May with a cutback but the striker fired wide from 12 yards. Saints started well, Kane had a penalty claim ignored by ref Greg Aitken after tangling with Paul McGowan. He didn't need VAR to tell you that, would have been a soft award, but Aitken's decision to book Kane for diving midway through the half did look harsh after he fell under Liam Fontaine's challenge. The St Johnson striker was raging at that one, he couldn't believe it, but he would soon be smiling when he opened the scoring in 32 minutes. O'Hallan, he's been absolutely outstanding. He was tormenting Dundee again and again, and he fired over a great cross. Kane was first to the ball and found the bottom corner from 10 yards to put Saints ahead. And there was more to come as the striker made it 2 0 in 39 minutes. Stephen Mace found space down the right channel this time. He waited and then sent over a perfect cross for Kane to bundle over the line at the back post. The Saints striker is chasing a hat trick, and in this form, you'd fancy him to get it. Half time at Midderman Park, St Johnson 2, Dundee 0. So it's a pair of 2-0s so far Let's go to Livingston We've got half time there with Fraser Wishart Livingston nil, St Mirren 1 Strange game because St Mirren were deservedly ahead Through that Ethan Erehon goal Although the better team for 30 minutes Livingston did have a really good spell Just before half time and created a number of chances But just couldn't take one of them Which has been the story of their season so far St Mirren started brightly getting into good goal positions In the final third of the pitch But they just couldn't create anything of note And Eamon Brophy cross shot went begging Then Max Stryak had to be sharp off his leg To deny Matt Miller But little else Miller and his fellow wing back Scott Tanzigan high up the park Jim McGrath and Connor Ronan Finding space hard to find But the other end Livingston were hardly near Jack Annick goal until the first shot of goal by either side in the 23rd minute Stefan Omionga drove forward and set up Odin Bailey whose low shot took a deflection and forced Jack Anik into a good save to his left hand side but that was just before the opening goal in the 28th minute, it's actually a Livingston corner 
and the ball was headed clear to the edge of the box where Conor Ryan, Ronan, led the break. Marcus Souza then set up Ethan Erehon, whose low shot across Stryak ended up in the back of the net, but the keeper will know he should have saved it. Livy responded well. 36 minutes, a good move in the left with Jackson Longridge and James Penrice ended up a good strike by Penrice, was blocked by Anik at his near post. Omionga then began to come into the game, tested Anik from the edge of the box, but straight at the goalkeeper. Alan Forrest made a yard inside the box, pulled his left foot shot inches wide across the goalkeeper. Then just on the half-time whistle, Ayo Obelaye saw his volley from a corner scramble clear by Alan Power on the line. Saints need a second to give them some comfort. Still in the balance here and Olivia may have to turn to maybe Jack Hamilton or Bruce Anderson or both off the bench to get something from this game. Full time, sorry half time, Livingston nil, St Mirren 1. It's also half time at Tanadice. Dave Galloway has been watching Dundee United take on Ross County. Half time in an entertaining game, Dundee United won Ross County nil. United made a lively start with a couple of early attacks. Clark's header from a corner deflected over, and McMahon's driven cross found no takers. But homekeeper Seagrass did very well to stop County taking the lead. Finger tipping Payton's cross comes shot from the left round the post. At the other end, Maynard Brewer looked lively to parry Niskanen's well struck drive after Harks played him in. The visitors passed up a decent opening when Seagrass didn't deal well with Hungbo's effort Peyton though couldn't capitalise United took the lead after 31 minutes, Seagrist's goal kick helped on by Harks to Niskanen and his shot was fumbled in by Maynard Brewer, Tam Courts' men tried to turn the screw and Fuchs hit in a really powerful 30 yard pile driver, that was brilliantly saved by Maynard Brewer but Malky Mackay's side, they have tried to battle back and they're not out of this one yet, an intriguing second half lies ahead at the interval Dundee United 1 Ross County 0 Goals in every game No game level At the moment So big second halves Coming up And we'll get to them next Scottish football's League leader This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Halftime scores up and down the country Let's give you a rundown of how it sits at the moment Then with 45 minutes played in the Scottish Premiership To kick us off It's Dundee United 1, Ross County 0 Hearts 2, Mullerwell 0 Livingston 0, St Mirren 1 And St Johnston 2, Dundee 0 In the Championship Hamilton Ackies 2, Inverness 0 Kilmarnock 0, Wraith Rovers 1 Morton nil, Arbroath one, and Partick Thistle two, Air United nil, Queen of the South nil, Dunfermline nil. In Scottish League One, Airdrionians one, Clyde one, Alloa Athletic nil, Cove Rangers nil, Falkirk nil, East Fife one, and Peterhead one, Dumbarton nil. In League Two, Elgin City nil, Stirling Albion one, Kelty Hearts one, and an Athletic one, Stenhouse Muir nil, Forfar Athletic one, and Stranraer one. Albion Rovers nil In the English Premier League It finished earlier on Manchester United 1 Everton 1 At half time Burnley nil, Norwich nil, Chelsea 1 Southampton nil, Leeds 1 Watford nil, Wolves 1 Newcastle 1 And your later game is Brighton Against Arsenal We'll get the second half Of the 3 o'clock games Up and running next Action as it happens your reaction from five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 